Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, that's quite nice, wasn't it? Oh, bit of a funky one. Yeah. yeah. God, there was that a very little... piercing note in that, though. That, that... Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick. But it was, yeah. um, it was really good. I like the, <laughs> I like the pieces. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that fingal, and welcome to the Hat Chat Podcast, episode 67? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I think, so. I think it's mm-hmm. 67. Yeah. I'm yeah. Chris Trott. I'm Ross Hornby. And I'm Alex Smith. And uh, we're here tuning in every week on a whatever day it is that we release on podcast, but we live stream it on a Friday if you want to join us on twitch.tv slash hatfilms. Um, I don't know why you would. Honestly, anything can happen. Oh, um, someone could die on stream, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, Jesus Christ, we said that the other day, didn't we? Huh? That like, if somebody was live like at any moment, at any yeah. moment, a live streamer could just die in, mm-hmm. on, on stream. Yeah, and you're watching. That could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, it has that's happened, a worry. isn't it? Once or twice it? because of like someone that was really kind of unhealthy anyway decided right. to do like a really, really long stream. And oh, then, really? They died because of like exerting themselves on stream? Or just like, having loads and loads of energy drinks, being unhealthy oh, in the first God. place, maybe having underlying health conditions. It's just like a cocktail of problems that ultimately led Sounds to that it. person dying on stream. So, Indeed, but um, it could happen. So watch out. Always that's be why you should be follow us. Follow us on Twitch.tv to maybe watch one of us <laughs> pass out. <laughs> Perish uh, no. in front of your own eyes. Uh, yeah. We've had some uh, hypotheticals being chosen by our wonderful patrons. Um, mm. And in order of the most popular, I have the following. So, Smith, would you like to read out the one that they voted for the most? So the first hypothetical that the Patreon crew uh, has decided to poise, uh, or to pose us, rather, uh, is if you could spend a day talking to an animal, what animal would you choose and what would you want to learn from them? (laughs) It's it's a weird question, but it's the one that they picked. Is it obvious, though? I mean, is in like, would would you not just talk to your pet in the sense that you'd want to really communicate? Understand it. The one you share your home with, yeah, and all, a lot of your time. I mean, I talk to him anyway. He just doesn't really, he doesn't talk back. Mm. So I There's would like a... to talk to Murphy and know what's going on inside his head. It would probably just be simple things like hungry, 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 ball, ball, want to play ball. So that, it like, might be simplified. Do you reckon it's that element of once you know, it's kind of disappointing, and would you rather not know? Um, where it's like oh yeah. all these like little clues and stuff that i've humanized about this dog and oh they always come up to me and nuzzle in it's like no they're actually yeah. just like smearing their odor on you and you know yeah. those little like base <laughs> things that you you apply emotions to ultimately also are, like nah, wanna fuck well yeah fuck what, what, langu- uh, what language do they speak 
they speak um, exactly they might think in a completely different language? way yeah yeah, yeah. like but certain assume... things like certain insects and things are literally like biomechanisms as in like they're like you know like ants for example fun- function as these incredible hives but they're like ultra simple individuals but they can do these amazing things and a lot of it is like pheromone based you know like like ants following trails and operating on yeah, like very simple individual operating instructions but as a group they achieve such crazy things like but you wouldn't want a conversation with an ant because like you'd ask them what do you do and they'd just be like i move forward that's like yeah. you know that's it right um i follow that funny smell i like so i think we have to presume here that a we need to give a funny answer that the True. animal is indeed capable of using and functioning in the same methods of thought that we we use i suppose I there's, mm-hmm. there's some out there like dolphins would be interesting to speak to uh yeah. potentially uh and then they'd mm-hmm. you know unveil this conspiracy that they are actually the the most sentient being on the planet and that they're just biding yeah. their time and letting humanity kind of fizzle out so that they can become the dominant species or they're forming right. an underground uh, mass uh, extinction event of humans and that they're building weapons and stuff underwater. I'd like to ask dolphins whether they've seen any aliens down there. Definitely. I think that'd yeah. be an interesting thing to talk to a dolphin about. Seen any aliens? Right. I mean, and again, what's the craziest thing you've anyone, seen in the right? sea? Yeah. Surely yeah. we're aliens to I them. Mean, I, I don't actually. I don't actually often ask people, "Have you ever seen an alien?" I usually think, "What do you think the the, the what do you think they could be?" You know, like if if they exist, what yeah. do you think they could be? I think it's a more interesting conversation. Not and have you, yeah, you yeah, no, you no. no I, one time, I was I was driving down the M32. I looked up off to the right, and I swear I saw something moving around because I'm just like, I'm not. It's just going to be a helicopter. You know, I'm not going to think anything of it. Right. Yeah. So. Now, I mean, I would like to ask a dolphin if they'd seen an alien. I'd like to ask a monkey what his favorite food is, just to, like, see, like, right. you know, is it bananas? Do they like bananas that much? <laughs> figuring like, out preferences got it wrong. would be quite helpful, right? In yeah, terms of yeah. just figuring out kind of a, an order of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be good for most animals to know what how to... Yeah, because we think we love and care for them, and we try to, well, most people try to, in some form um but we don't really know what we're doing and and a lot of the time we're just paranoid and we may very well be projecting our own thoughts and feelings onto something that does not think and operate in that way at all you know like of course i'm not sure how much of a meaningful relationship i can have with a crab really you know i mean even even lizards are a stretch you know like there definitely is some like behavioral stuff that you can use and have fun with and they come up and talk to you um they don't talk to you <laughs> no, do you no. think you need to have like a rel- like a relatability with them then like obviously you said monkeys whereas like yeah. we're a little bit closer to mm. kind of their form factor mm-hmm. so maybe there's and also they have like li- like some of them have lips like you can t- speak to um like an orangutan and they Is actually could prerequisite for ross get shapes to i don't know it's just they can actually lips. talk <laughs> they can actually use their mouth to talk whereas you're talking to an a, a, a dolphin yeah you or lizard. shit back. lizards don't have lips either. Well, uh, I'm going to yeah. assume the question is a little mm. spurious and that you just course, have an inherent understanding. Like You can hear them in your head regardless. Yeah, There's a communication. Something like them. that. There's a communication. You can understand. Well, you can talk to them. I learn from the most, though. How do you really like hold your breath, though, Dolphin? Like, how is it? Can I do that? Please yeah. teach me. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, no, bio- you're an idiot. Biologically speaking, you couldn't 
you drown, you fool, mm. you're a human. Mm. Why are you asking me this question? And then I'd be like, well, fuck you, dolphin. I can't believe I wasted yeah. my one, like, being able to talk to an animal on you, asshole. Mm. Then I'd punch him, and uh, I wouldn't give him any fish. Oh, just, fair just, play. Really, that's a, that's a tough move, but I appreciate that. You'd punch yeah. the dolphin as well, right on the nose. Um, yeah. Do any of you ever think how weird it is that we use air to vibrate cords in our throat to make sounds in order to communicate with each other like what think i think that's weird or it's just something we've just that is so weird of our own personal existence that is bizarre it is think about it strange like if you compare maybe we're the weird ones where our communication is so specific and niche and also you yeah we we often have to use that to communicate no you can write something down and we use our eyes that's a good point language and but I mean, um, if, this is the primary way of of, of imparting complex information, right? Yeah, like sure. it, we encode it in speech and through. Well, no, mm-hmm. what we do, we encode it into air vibrations, which is just m- mad. Imagine walking into a forest or walking into an aviary of some description, and all the birds are tweeting like mad in ultra complicated like patterns you know like that's yeah. essentially what speech is like we can control so much of it and that would just you'd just be like bloody hell this is a lot this is a lot like the human brain is quite sort of i we're not that smart in our day-to-day but we can do something as complicated as vibrate air mm. at perfect points consistently of course yeah that blows but we mind. don't question that ability yeah. do we which is i guess like when you go back to the ant thing and like ask them like yeah. what do you do and like how do you mm. how does it work we couldn't like some of the uneducated could explain like the larynx and like the yeah. vocal cords and stuff like that and i just know it just it just happens it just comes out and i, yeah. I inherently saying, how know. do you breathe and it's like well i just yeah. i just do yeah i don't really i don't choose to breathe i'm just automatically doing it unless you think about it now mm. i imagine most of the animal kingdom yeah, Manually now you think about breathing, yeah. And you're like, oh, should I have a breath breathing? Yeah, I'll breathe in now. <gasps> yep, that's a that's a deep one. And I'll breathe out again. <sighs> and what if you mm-hmm. stop? If, so, if, if an ant asked you, was an intelligent ant, and said, well, how, why do you, or how do you breathe? You go, well, I, I, don't, I, I use my lungs. I know that much. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, some of it I just do but it. So this, is, to... this is like the distinction <clears throat> between innate and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, knowledge but then also no that's um what do they call it's it conscious action bioautonomous kind of or something study. like that yeah well it's like your heart as well like you know that yeah. beats like without conscious thought anyway now, what were you gonna say i saw an interesting article that's got me thinking about it about the okay. real mowgli from jungle book oh, uh, right, based okay. on someone called dina sanichar i probably pronounced that wrong uh from probably. india um the pradesh jungle they found him in 1867, raised by wolves, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and brought to an orphanage. Not the only one. Uh, I'll point. I'd hasten to add. Raised by wolves is an interesting thing, isn't it? Yeah. So they they were raised by wolves until Jesus, this guy looks like an absolute mess. I mean, he doesn't look as Disney. Sorry, presentable. he was raised by wolves. Is that correct? Have you seen this guy? Yes. Um, I'll find the article. Here. Yes, it's uh, raised by wolves. I will. I will put it on screen. One second. Okay. Here we go. Uh, for those <clears throat> watching course there you go raised by wolves um but of course the story that disney told and was obviously written by the original i I don't know who wrote the original jungle book but um yeah not so that rudyard kipling it just said there yeah there you go um but yeah 
because he was raised by wolves, apparently there's a certain period um, when you're growing that you learn mm -hmm. a language, right? You learn mm -hmm. to speak English or whatever. Uh, apparently, past a certain point, if you haven't learned a language, it becomes near impossible to learn to speak. So this... Oh, really? Dana, wow. or Dina, sorry, was unable to speak until, like... Well, he wasn't able to speak at all for his entire life. He was able to, like, become a bit more human in a lot of yeah. ways, like wear clothes and, like, start standing upright. But for, like, a long time, they had to train him for, like, not to stand upright, not to do, like, things like growl at oh. stuff instead of, like, so, saying no thanks. So he could no vo vocalise in some way, like the growling, for it's example. Entirely there was like some vocalisations, but no form factor to it. There's no real structure. Yeah, and, like possessive of bones and stuff like that it was strange um just how much yeah. of a wolf he was <laughs> um, yeah just and how hard that. it was to teach him to just be a human again which i found fascinating like you could literally mm. oh, raise yeah. a kid with wolves and they would think they were a wolf that was they were like five or six when they were discovered so that's so like this is, formative years this is feral children essentially this is what this is there's a there's a yeah. like not a small part of psychology but this is something to do with psychology is quite interesting studies because of the nature of like like you say what about what if a human being was never exposed to humanity like from the start yeah. what what would they learn or what would be innate like what it would allow you to essentially do scientific tests like an a b study of because it's not ethical obviously to raise a human being outside of human contact in any other circumstance but yeah mm -hmm. feral children there's there's quite a few incident inc incidents of feral children um in the last few hundred years uh, and they're all quite interesting, all quite sad. I mean, there's no mm -hmm. good stories, really. It doesn't, it doesn't no. really do a human being much good to be raised on their own or raised by animals. It. it what just about small kind of indigenous tribes that are like kind of unknown to mm -hmm. external forces? So like they're just on their own, a very small community, mm -hmm. and they've educated themselves in whatever language they've come up with. Is that a thing now still? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, all languages. So are I remember a few years that. ago. There was um, a story of um, some idiot who decided to try and approach um, a known indigenous tribe, mm -hmm. but then got killed, yeah. shot with arrows, um, yeah. and then obviously didn't survive to tell any more than that. Um, but it's interesting to think that could be a similar situation, but obviously a, a small group of people. Mm -hmm. So what kind of language do you think they're coming up with? Is it a known language or, or just their own thing? And well, it's just like, well... Yeah, Shit. I'm sure they're coming up with their own thing, but based on the biological abilities of the human yeah. body, right? So they they still have vocal cords and things like that. So they're going to utilize everything they have to the best of their ability and yeah. what's suitable for their environment. So I assume making calls and things like that to each other to alert for danger or safety uh, for mm -hmm. food or for not food, you know, those things would develop over time and they would be passed down the generations because they're able to... Well, it's like it's like how all languages probably yeah. initially developed. Yeah, it would just based be on done at different speeds and you yeah. know, based well, on how I mean, effective even, it is. Yeah, or how long that uh, that tribe has existed, how long they've been like isolated, whether or not they're fully isolated or not. You know, because they may have had influences over the years. But um, yeah, now I'm sure they probably have their own language if they are truly well, like to, uh, isolated. What I'd like to do is take Ross, for example, and. Mm -hmm. Give him the Tom Hanks castaway situation. Uh, yeah. We'll put him um, back out into nature in a jungle mm. Um, mm -hmm. and see what he's like in like 10 to 12 years. And would he okay. lose his humanity a little bit? Would he lose his, your ability to speak? Uh, would I mean, you need. I almost lost my mind in the pandemic. So I think 12 years, I think I'm. 
That would do it, it would wouldn't pretty it? Pretty loopy and pretty <laughs> just off the register there. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? I mean, so I mean you... I, I've learned a lot up to this point. So, I mean, I guess I've, I'm going to keep this knowledge that I've got. And But it's all like mostly what you've learned is in a civilized society where yeah. convenience is on your doorstep. You'd mm-hmm. have to, well, say you survived, right? 10, 12 years, you pick up those basic survival skills. Somehow you fluked yeah. your way through <clears> and you become one with nature. You know how to like get fresh water and fend for yourself and have a shelter and whatnot. Yeah. All of that other stuff, like how Logic Pro works and recording and plugins and stuff it's like useless. that, not useful for your surroundings 10 to 12 exactly. years later. Do you reckon barely that would all just... use that in itself as well? But yeah, no, I think... Um... Well, well, we couldn't. I could barely strike a fire the other day. So <laughs> we did I, mean, I had with the tools available, and we were struggling. All of us were struggling. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess it was given enough time. I think I could maybe, you know, get two sticks together and start fire, and maybe <clears> start <throat> from the scratch. But the, the problem yeah, is, I if, if it's I know wet, real training in that. Of yeah. course, like, yeah. if it's wet, you're screwed. Like yeah. y- y- we were using moisture than you require such dry tinder to mm. spark like using a small ferret rod like we were using and yeah. like how do yeah, we survive it's... them to this point you know i mean you People could try a different that, way, system you, you could up. you could try using the bow um the bow and pole you know the one yeah. where they uh yeah, like rotate they could... a pole very quickly in an yeah. area to create friction that would probably work better in slightly damp uh would i imagine mm. but mm-hmm. hell no it's hard yeah it's hard no i think survival would st- i'd struggle big time mm-hmm. i'd probably die within a few days trump let's be honest Mm-hmm. cool well, well so another thing is you would you would keep the fire going so once you mm-hmm. had any source of fire you would keep the fire going and you could take the fire with you by you know carrying a flaming torch would be one way mm-hmm. of doing it you wouldn't be able to travel very far without it going out but you know that would be another way to sort of move around and make, or make fire. more fires yeah, yeah. and this yeah. is presuming that you don't mind just being have a reveal party, because we'll be fine just have a gender reveal party <laughs> and way. burn down you know they had the rap general sherman in yeah, uh, aluminium yeah. To protect oh, it. Oh, that's God. so horrifying to read about that. I read that this morning, yeah, where yeah. basically when we went there, the Sequoia National Park is Beautiful. Uh, had some lightning strikes that caused some fires, and mm-hmm. they're desperately trying to protect some of the trees there. Uh, General Sherman being, what, uh, 2,500 years old? Yeah. Uh, potentially predicted. Um, I don't think they know exact the exact age. It's an old-ass it tree. It was a, a hunky tree. Big old chunk of a tree. Giant. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they're trying to protect it, but I don't know if... I mean, the, the redwoods are supposedly the, good against um, yeah. fire, necessarily, but um, mm. still, it would be tragic to see that forest go well, down. It was just such a nice place as well. You know, the, yeah. the, the grove of giants, or whatever they called it, all the huge yeah. trees, and it's just like... Also, just all I just think about all the like the animals and ecosystems that are yeah, around exactly. these forests as well. It's not just trees burning; like some trees mm. can grow back. Um, I get that, and you know, yeah, some trees have better fire protection. Some trees actually require um, a fire every so often in order to maintain them. But like all it's, of the little animals the and stuff are getting the forest, right? burnt to hell. Supposedly. Yeah, because it opens <sighs> up some light and lets other stuff grow as well so there are some factors that but you don't want the whole forest burning that's of the problem not, no. yeah that's but it's because it's so damn dry and it's so damn hot because climate mm. change um and it's happening yeah. faster i mean i don't want to make it i mean i don't maybe you should make everyone nervous about it because the thing is i think a lot of people do realize i don't think there's many people that don't realize that climate change is a, is a big problem but it's um yeah it seems to be getting a lot worse if if uh, unless it's not just social media making me mad i don't know 
But uh, hmm. yeah, probably. No, it is. It's it is a combo. Con- it is concerning. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so we did the animal thing. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what's what's next? Um, uh, Patreon number two a, says. Uh, go, well, on. Yeah. go on. Go on. I just have a little quickie in, in between. Uh, it can be answered really quickly. So. Oh, okay. I saw a TikTok, and this is the base of all knowledge now. Uh, it's where you mm. get your facts. Uh, someone is, said that yeah. there's increasing evidence and in studies from scientists that we actually share a collective consciousness and that you don't actually truly die and that we are all one and the same mm-hmm. system and that uh, it's like kind of like Buddhism in a way where you just pass on your... Because energy never really gets destroyed. Um, you just emerge elsewhere in the universe and existence. Mm-hmm. So thoughts on that? That seems like that's not a quick question, Trot. You just said it was like this like a yes or no answer. <laughs> yeah, what or is, something. Do you have a link to this? What, what um, was the actual did you say some people have been suggesting? I was this? flicking through, okay. I, I didn't <sighs> save it. I just it's an interesting springboard for a conversation yeah. though, right? Um maybe too big. Is that almost like with the mind, mentality of like reincarnation though? Is that what you're kind of Not necessarily like you're gonna come like back on Earth spiritually, spiritually No, not even spiritual. I mean logically if the universe is infinite and if energy cannot be destroyed, as you say, then one day, somewhere, all of the energy and all of the things that make you up, infinite monkeys, infinite typewriters, you could exist again somewhere. Let's say mm-hmm. you rot and die and disappear into the ground and then the earth in a billion years explodes and then you get shot across the infinite cosmos and one day by just infinite chance you reassemble with everybody else that yeah that could happen i think the i don't think the the universe is actually infinite though or rather we're Mm. discovering it may not be totally infinite and always expanding you know it might Mm -hmm. not continue to do that forever so therefore that entire idea of infinite monkeys infinite typewriters the idea that with an infinite number of chances and an infinite number of possibilities everything will happen eventually is is this idea yeah um it's it's possible everything is possible if that is true however if we take that out the window and that kind of thinking out the window of what is possible i would say from every piece of evidence that i've experienced and i've seen that the idea that we share a group consciousness is extremely unlikely i think that we are cursed with a level of intelligence that allows us to contemplate our own existence and it gives us some amazing things and amazing experiences and amazing feelings but I don't think that it extends beyond the end of our biomechanical setup functioning. I don't think it does. Mm-hmm. I think that the reason we can think and the reason we can contemplate is because we're just evolutionarily lucky. We Our brains are very big. We have a lot of links that we can create in our minds. And it allows us to do these amazing things. And it's brilliant. And we're so lucky to be that. Um but I don't think there's any reason why after death and after our bodies stopping and decomposing and going back into the ground, being that energy that we take up throughout our lives, you know, I don't think there's any reason why consciousness would exist beyond that, personally. Oh, that's my idea. Really. Yeah, there's no way to measure something yeah. like that, which is kind of the big question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, the consciousness is such a curious thing and, you know, transferring that, it's kind of are people even working on that i mean in a digital form aren't they yeah how to store memory and um whatever elon musk is doing with those pigs there's there's something going on there yeah um, what, what, <laughs> well it's also like neuro is that not neuro control or is that something else yeah or? it's 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 yeah 
interfering it's, me- and- it's mechanical interface with the brain yeah yeah, yeah. um which is Neural the networking. first step to um, something yeah Mm-hmm. It also, I think the more we study the brain and our consciousness, the more we realize how flawed it also is and that yeah. all of our perceived consciousness and understanding of reality is through a distorted lens sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there is that. I just want to come back as a fucking meerkat. I was just trying to get to that point. You want to get to that? Yeah, right, of course. Okay. What, of what like, animal would you want to come back as? consciousness comes well, back thing, as a meerkat. Like, I really like the idea of reincarnation. I think it's a really interesting idea and it would be really cool if that was a thing. But there's also zero way to measure that or if that ever... Mm-hmm. happened but then you have to think about all of the living organisms on the planet that you could potentially come back as and do you really want to come back as like i don't know it's fucking a mite or an earworm or a, yeah right you know just, some there's form all of sorts mindless of, yeah, you wouldn't last long yeah sure wouldn't you wouldn't last long but um unless you're that's the if you're oh. gonna believe in that <laughs> there's be prepared because you could just come back as you know a, you know some sort of weird organism that you know who knows what exists in the sea still? I, I well, remember reading a sea urchin. I was reading Animorphs as a as a kid, and um, in one of the storylines, I don't know if you remember, if they stayed in their animal form too long, they got stuck like it. Do you remember that oh, with yeah. animorphs? Yeah, I do. And so there was yeah. always this quite terrifying reality of like if one of them gets stuck in a certain situation, they're going to yeah. have transforming. to stay like that. Um, but what happened was one of them, I can't remember his name, but one of the guys gets stuck as his like hawk form. Um, Tobias, is it? I don't know. And it, the book is really interesting. The book kind of went into this whole idea of like him getting used to just being uh, a peregrine falcon. Um, Mm. and and it was really interesting. And I was like, this is kind of horrible, but also he is a peregrine falcon, which is one of the yeah. fastest birds of prey. You know, and it, it talked about but you don't how get he... to enjoy the life he had before. Yeah, so you can't just sit at a dinner table with humans and kind of socialize yeah. or do anything. You, you are yeah. now just a falcon, which yeah. is a different way of living entirely. You couldn't even conceptually imagine how it would be to live as a peregrine falcon, really. Right. Oh, um, it's a red-tailed hawk. Sorry. Yeah, that, I mean, it doesn't hawk. really matter. Okay. A, a sure. bird of prey. It's, yeah. Um, but I thought, I mean, I would love to be a bird of prey if I was to come back. I think it looks great fun. You get to fly yeah. around. You get to live in beautiful places. You get to be... Yeah, flying um, would be good. Yeah, you get to just fly about. I don't know. I think that'd be really cool. I wouldn't want to be the, the one that flies in front of the truck and gets, like, obliterated. You know, when you see that yeah. sometimes with birds, they just, they just hit. Forward. Yeah, just, just yeah. dodge the or road. All those pheasants we saw in Scotland just laid to waste on the side of the road yes. just, yeah oh another one they just oh. tiny brains they don't know what a car is mm-hmm. i think considering like most of the animal kingdom don't last that long right because either are mutilated yeah. and killed or you just don't have Humans a long lifespan them, yeah. you could just yeah. cycle through it the entire animal kingdom in a very short space of time relatively speaking yeah so you get yeah. to experience it all but never really appreciate it because you can't come back as the new thing or come back as a human and be like mm. i was a I was a snake, a worm, in my, a red-tailed in my former hawk. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a I was a turtle for almost hundred years, guys. Yeah, you were a turtle. But I remember every year, every, every single year, year. or tortoise and it was, rather. I sorry. was called Terry, and I had this owner for a while until he died, who just put yeah. a webcam on me and streamed, um, playing <laughs> Overwatch. Anyway, <laughs> at this point, I'd like yes. to uh, say a big thank you to our patrons who are Indeed. listening to this completely ad free. And to everyone else uh, on a, a podcasting platform, <laughs> unfortunately, you have to deal with an ad. 
and we're back from that ad. So uh, if you didn't hear one, congratulations. Not all ads are served in your relative country and or podcasting platform. But So lucky you. you. Lucky you. But you can be guaranteed to not have ads um, if you support us on Patreon. Um, And we really thank you for doing that. We put up the uh, hypotheticals every week so you can choose which one we talk about first. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, thanks. Uh, You get credited at the end of the video as well. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? From yes. these mm-hmm. big questions, I don't know why you brought it up about consciousness. So, I think we should yeah. move on. Oh. <laughs> That's a, a very big question. If anything, it has its own, uh, you know, moment in our podcasts. In, indeed, that was a big one. It was deep reincarnation. Jesus. Okay. Uh, well, do you want to do funny news? Or this week I heard slash saw. Absolutely. Which um, there was a really interesting <laughs> one actually, um, which might be interesting to you as well, which I found earlier on about. Um, the, head t- uh, the title is astronaut blood can be used to make concrete on mars scientists say nice Have you heard about this at all no so um apparently it, it would cost too much to even send a single brick to mars it would apparently cost yeah. about two million dollars with estimates to send just a brick which obviously seems ridiculous considering you could probably use some of the resources there mm-hmm. um but astronauts can simply make their own concrete on site using martian dust and their own blood according to findings published in uh, a journal called Materials Today Bio. I know you're up on your journal, so you should have read it. Yeah, right? yeah I saw this one He's this morning. always reading journals. Yeah. Um, according to the study, scientists have already made a concrete-like substance called astrocrete using human blood and a synthetic... Uh, there it is. Regolith? Regolith? Yeah, regolith. How to say that. Yeah, yeah. Regolith, uh, which is a scientific term for soil on Mars and the Moon. Um, the mi- mixture works because of human serum albumin, a common protein found in the plasma of human blood. The protein curdles when it's dehydrated, creating a strong bonding agent that pulls the dust together. I just found this really, really interesting that you could, you know, create... Yeah, this is really cool. They could create buildings made from scientists' blood. blood, blood which sweat is and literally tears. The blood, that. sweat, and tears are building... Um, Martian building bricks shelters. Of, of the next civilization, which is just um, quite an interesting thing. I saw, um, or they could also, so of course, use animal bloods. But um, well, they said also that when they, they add urea, when they add urea to the mix as well, which comes from mm. sweat, tears, and urine, increases the strength of the astrocrete by three hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it can be shaped into any form and can even be used in three D printing. It does sound like a great wow. idea. I don't it know does. how much of it you need though. Like, well, this what is do you, it. Do you send up an astronaut with a treadmill? And like, you know, is that? Uh, yeah. Like, where are they getting the know. water from? Is there ice on Mars that we can we can get some water yes. from? Like, yeah. there is. There's, there's water. Did on they Mars. find ice recently. Yeah. Yeah. So one decade ago. Wasn't it? Is it underground or something? I can't remember what the um, parameters were, but. Yeah. yeah, I guess they do, but um, yeah, you need a lot. What if you need a lot of people? Right. What if we we could do a thing where when people died, they could be volunteered to be shot at Mars um, in like a right. rail gun. Like we wrap them up in like I don't know some oh form of God. material, <laughs> put, right? Yeah, okay. We like vacuum pack the fuckers, bubble wrap, and then we load yeah. them into a rail gun aim them at mars and then we have yeah. a point on mars which is like the re- receiving end and then yeah. once you die you get fired off to mars um and then they get to extract all the blood and water and things and you know it reduces it reduces the amount of people on earth um yeah. and yeah, maybe yeah. we should be resources. using them to replenish the uh the earth though in the in the world it's probably another good point because mm. everything in an ecosystem 
once it's taken it it goes into something else and then it goes back round again right so like right. the chameleon i've got we've got it i mean it's a bioactive thing so i give him food that's the input the fuel i give him food he eats it he poops it out <laughs> i've got isopods um like little wood lice on the floor of the the place they eat his yeah. poop poo that out and then I've got springtails, these microscopic little creatures in the soil, which then mulch mm-hmm. out the wood lice poo into the soil, which helps the plants grow, right? And if, mm-hmm. if you take, if I, if I was to take any element of that out, it would stop it from working. So a human being eats food throughout their entire life, right? We grow it on the planet. We put the energy in to, to grow that food. We take it and then we uh, eat it and then we grow and then we poop, right? But we need to make sure that the, some of the energy that we're absorbing throughout our lifetimes goes back into the earth. Otherwise, we'll just starve it and it'll die. Well, I so, shit in the woods yesterday, so I'm doing my part. Yeah. You did shit in the woods. Nice. Human shit's actually quite <coughs> complicated to turn into, um, into fertilizer. In the woods. It does. Yes. Do you want to talk does. about that for a moment, Trot? You can talk about that, mate. What, mm-hmm. shitting in the woods? What was it? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it's as you'd expect. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, Smith gave us the hot tip of you need to remove all the lower half. Otherwise, you're going to shit straight into your underwear. Oh, yes. no, no. What I, the problem I have is I, I pee all over my, my trousers in front of me because, like, <laughs> yeah, so you've got to strip off the bottom completely. Strip off the bottom, yeah. um, really squat down because I think that really, helps yeah. the positioning mm. and the traction and just letting it all out. I thought I'd have issues being like, this is not a comfortable situation. I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm. It just, just fell out like a flume, really. It was amazing. Bell. I felt like at that moment I had a, a, you know, a moment of euphoric connection to nature where I felt like this is this is it, you know. This is what it would be like. I just shat in, in nature, and I'm surrounded by trees and a gentle rustling of leaves, and mm. just that smell of human feces just <laughs> wafted up. I was like, nope, I should probably get my trousers back <laughs> on and get the hell out of here and cover that up. <laughs> Did you not feel all the bugs desperately running up your poo like a land bridge up into your asshole? Land bridge. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. But there were a lot of those uh, daddy long legs and other little... Oh, there were. Yeah. You know why? Apparently the, this is one of the, the biggest seasons for them we've had in a long time. There's a blue oh, really? yes. Because of the hot weather mixed with lots of rain, we've, um, right. we've had a real good season for insects, which is a good news, really, because we need more insects because they fund... Mm most of those ecosystems but yeah um daddy long legs aren't particularly nutritious i don't think so no. mm. i guess how long they last september as well aren't they in general three days three days three, three days. days that's it is it true that they have like a poison but they can't administer it because they don't have teeth yeah i, I think so read that is that yeah. just a myth the mouth is not open wide they have a very toxic um like poison but uh, venom rather not poison it's a venom. Um, but, venom. Uh, oh, it's an urban legend, is it? Yeah, but they couldn't is open their mouths wide enough or something, was what I heard as well. That's a complete myth. It's just okay, one of those so things that's like, they're actually really Crane flies is what we're talking about, by the way. Crane right. flies, yeah. Crane Daddy flies. long legs are a um, nickname for them here. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, it's, an in- it's incorrect to think that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's confusion is with the terms venomous and poisonous, which are not interchangeable, of course. That was clarified there by Smith. Um... Most folks who retell this tale have no idea they are referring to two completely different separate groups of animals: daddy long legs and daddy long legs spiders. So there's there are different spiders. I don't think do, do we have the spider version here. Uh, spiders. Yeah, there's no. a there's a 
there is a picture. I mean, I put it on the page for you, Trot. Look at the spiders. They're, they're, they look like Daddy Longlegs, but obviously they've got little little spider body. They've right. got similar, like, spindly legs. But there's loads of spiders like that, so maybe we do have them. Apparently um, they're a bit of a pest because they their larvae li- lives in the top layers of soil where they feed on the roots, root hairs, and crown of uh, crops, right. stunting their growth or killing the plants. So this might be that we have even less food available next year because of all of this boom. Um, so yeah. buy stocks. It says here, <laughs> uh, some have defensive secretions that might be toxic to small animals if ingested. Right. So for these daddy long legs, the tail is clearly false. Right. But there you go. There you go. So don't worry about daddy long legs. You know, they'll just be annoying and flap around and not sure. I mean, we saw them uh, literally jump into the fire. They don't give a shit. Right, they don't. They really eat dumb. themselves into a burning flame. Um, <laughs> there you go. But to add to that, I know we're in funny news stash this week. We sure. heard saw, but yeah. we did see playing that because we were out in nature in Wales. Um, yeah. If you don't know, we spent the night in a big seven-meter bell tent, us three mm. and Craig, uh, who did our camera stuff, and uh, we did. decided to climb the tallest mountain in South Wales and definitely south of Snowdonia. Uh, in the UK so that was uh, quite the excursion not only that we mm-hmm. decided to take an entire PC on our backs to the top complete with uh, uh, the ability to ch- uh, to power it with a <laughs> massive block battery that we charge with solar panels um, yeah. it was a ridiculous challenge that we set ourselves I think the, the battery at Monster must have weighed almost 15 kilograms probably close to yeah yeah, um, Smith brought his massive. It was part bag. of a it was part of a brand deal thing that we're doing as well. So it's not just we just thought, oh, let's let's just lug a load of unnecessary gear up a hill. Yeah, um, yeah. It was part of that, so that's the reason. But um, there's going to be a nice little vlog on our main Hat Films channel um, if you want to see that at some point soon, hopefully. Hopefully, um, yes. Well, yeah, Craig is already looking at the yet. footage, and it seems really good so far. So there'll be at least yeah. two videos coming out on that. So. If you're mm-hmm. not subscribed to us already on YouTube, just search for Hat Films and uh, yeah. subscribe to that one that has the most subs. Um, Indeed. Are you subscribed to both if you want? I mean, there's gameplay stuff on there as well. On, uh, some really good stuff. Yeah. So Bigfoot recently. Very exciting. Yeah, people really, really like that Bigfoot mm-hmm. again. We played yeah. it like four years ago um, and it's, it's had, had a, a lot updates. of updates since then. Yeah. Uh, and it's really fun. If It's really hard though. The bloody Bigfoot's a tank. He's, he's a tough lad. Yeah, um, yeah really, yeah. really too hard. Um, mm. I mean, if we well, had like that like twenty of us with uh, like a lot of ammo, maybe, yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, maybe we'll have to figure out. Maybe like if we'll we had see. like a Gatling we'll gun, the, if we had like some sort of like, anti-ship weapon, I don't know, like something like a that. Nuke could, option, yeah, yeah, a yeah. Would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Just blown into pieces with a thirty cal. Well, thankfully, we didn't have to deal with a bigfoot of any kind. In I'd really like to play as bigfoot. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Tell you what, there's okay. not going to be a Bigfoot in the Sequoia National Park now, is it? They've burnt those fuckers out. You tell me there's any b- Bigfoot true. left in California, I'm not going to believe you. Yeah, <laughs> he's relocated. A, a hairless Bigfoot now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have run away and he's in a different national park now. Mm-hmm. You never know. Maybe he could have run away. It's true, Trot. Could be living among people now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do a real life series where we try and find Bigfoot ourselves, even though many, that many would be have fun. tried. It'd be, I mean, it'd be, it'd be fun to just go back into the forest, but it would be horrifying because more likely we'll stumble across a bear. 
That's and that's true. where we'd just be like, because you're bear mace. And I we don't are know what so I'm doing. unequipped bear to deal with that. <laughs> bear mace We're not just everywhere. Like Ross said before, we have no survival skills. Well, Ross doesn't have any survival skills. No, I well, certainly I don't. don't. Yeah. <clears throat> we die. Well, we'd be bait. And then Smith mm. would get away, I think. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I'd probably die of apathy eventually. Or to spite <laughs> myself. Oh, I'd my just be God. like, I yeah. <laughs> I, it just because it'd just be fruitless, wouldn't it? Because as soon as you come up against another group of human beings, it would probably just be the most paranoid experience ever. You'd just be like, "Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna steal all of our stuff?" It's gonna be like instantly tribal, and I just don't think I could deal with humanity going back to just like everybody being tribal again. I'm just just don't want to just don't want our life, you know. I mean, yeah. I literally just meant us going out looking for Bigfoot, not just like... No, yeah, no, no. 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 I, yeah. I thought we were back on the whole... Like, <laughs> we can also uh, do the Blair Witch thing at the same time if you want. Yeah, yeah. mix it up like a, like a genre mashup. Um, yeah. We're hunting for Bigfoot, but we found um, a, a, a big ghost... Big witch. Witch story? I don't know. Blairfoot, Big Witch, whichever. Yeah. We went yeah. to look for Bigfoot, but Bigfoot was inside us all along. Mm. We are Bigfoot. We're the... Yeah the menace in the woods or we could follow loads of hikers around and just leave loads of giant footprints and just see what mm -hmm. happens yeah or we could yeah. we could be part of the problem oh Murphy's, we could shave uh, he's, he's we could shave ross's arms and then cover me in glue um and, yeah. and make me bigfoot um wow yeah <laughs> i might run out of arm hair but no no it would look, you can have those as well sprinkle those great. On. i'll jump into a paddling pool of pva you guys shave yeah. all of your body hair off and just throw it on me and then i just run around in like a pair of budgie smugglers with all this <laughs> pube hair glued to me just shouting watch out big i'm bigfoot i'm bigfoot, I'm bigfoot. i mean it'd be terrifying i'd probably sort of be committed yeah. almost immediately i imagine um you'd likely. get shot first i think <laughs> i'd get shot to be honest I'm gonna bag Let's be honest, Bigfoot. That's a risk. <laughs> yeah, got him. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, everybody, mm. um, be safe out there. If you're close to yeah. one of the places that has had Bigfoot mm -hmm. sightings um, or lightning strikes, you know that, that's the other big worry. Um, mm -hmm. Wildfires, which started these two like wildfires. Yeah. Apparently, or if yeah. you know anyone's about to do a gender reveal. Say, just wait. Tell them to stop. Not to. Nobody Seek cares shelter. that much tell about your goddamn baby. Text everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Who cares? It's not just a big so you deal. know. We don't care. No one gives a shit. Oh, thank God, it's a boy. Oh, Ooh, damn, that's it's a girl. This forest is on fire. <laughs> shit. Oh God, There's flammable pieces oh, of confetti man. everywhere. Yeah, um, right. I don't understand. I don't understand how. Like what? what um, I don't understand a lot of things. We shouldn't start that conversation. No. Uh, yeah. No. Don't get it. It's all right. down to self worth and how valuable people consider themselves over others. I think that's what it comes you think down so? to. Is like this is so important that it needs to be celebrated this much. Yeah. Uh, mm. And everyone needs to know I about mean, people it. People like self worth but still. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe they don't silly. have the capability to understand how much they don't matter to other people. Perhaps it's that as well. They need a mm. grounding. Um, Maybe. If you'd the like to be grounding. told you don't matter, get in touch with me at Al Smaffy, 0800-111-123, and I'll tell you immediately how much you don't matter. Uh, it's not a free it, service. That's a real hotline. Oh, not a free service. 0800-111-123. Let's find out. Oh. Don't call or alternatively, you calling it? <laughs> email your thoughts to hatch at hat-films.com. Yeah, uh, maybe that. send Smith like a little fingal of how important yeah. you are, and we'll use it at the start of our next hat chat um mm. maybe you could um pose a hypothetical to us on our patreon 
and be a supporter of Al Smithy's little side venture of telling people yeah. their self-worth. <laughs> uh, that might be <laughs> no, no, nice. I'm not telling them their self-worth. I'm, 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 I'm telling them that they don't... The realities. Know, they should have self-worth. It's more just the, like how much but you matter to much. other people. How much your right. self-worth matters to other people is not right. a reflection of your own self-worth and it never should be. Um, mm. That's all I'm saying. If anything, it could be seen as a pep talk, but it really depends on how you view it. And to respond to a question in chat, yes, it will be sexy. It's going to be a sexy like pep talk, but a very real one as well. Uh, but there is music I in mean, the background. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah. Oh, he's calling it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, you said yeah. Yeah. Oh, sexy. I'm just going to put it on hold. And number 200 <laughs> no, no, this is part of the service. This, you get an intro music. It's, um, we yeah. haven't paid anyone for just this music, so please up. don't tell them we're using no, it. No, of course not. Of and course. It's, it's like, nobody cares. Really, really I hope you're happy. Oh, I hope you're happy with yourself because you deserve to be happy with yourself. He's, he's put the phone down. All right, there we go. I put Hello. it down. I, I'm done with that call. Hello? I thought you put it on Hello? speaker. Hello? If they don't, if they don't stay on the line for more than 30 seconds, I don't get the three quid either. So That's Fair enough. <sighs> Damn it. There have to be rules. Well... Um, Curse you thank off, you. <laughs> thank you for listening today. We'll be back, mm-hmm. of course, next week with more hat chatting. If you have any questions or queries, mm-hmm. feel free to send them in. You know, we always like to, good hypothetical questions. If you have any burning yeah. ones, uh, send them in and we'll talk about it. Or interesting real life Bigfoot stories. Yes. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we, we're, we're taking the very traditional route now of going from aliens <laughs> right on down the road to Bigfoot stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah. at some point, we might get to revisiting Flat Earth. We're not sure. Um, but, it, I mean, all QAnon... All roads lead to Flat Earth. <laughs> all roads lead to Flat Earth via a QAnon forum. Um, yeah. So it's, um, it's an exciting time here on the internet. It is. Thanks for listening, Not everybody. as exciting as our outro fingal. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you very much, MVRCL or Marcel. I didn't uh, credit you enough at the start there, but thank you for sending that in. And uh, please enjoy, and we'll see you all next week for episode 68. Goodbye, everybody. Have a bye, everybody. Bye.